world. Oh, we're in Estevar to dig. Ah, Sean, I've been practicing this in secondary school. <laughs> oh, my bad, my it. bad. I got so excited. I got so excited. Go ahead, go ahead. I was hoping my career as an advert voiceover was coming to life. But to the point, we are going to Barcelona for Paddy's Day. They have changed the date of the marathon. So we now have the extra days leave. We have no excuses. PBs are there to be had from the 14th to the 17th of March, 2025. Myself and Sean are filling a bus. 56 people will be leaving Dublin Airport and heading to Barcelona. I am making a T-shirt for the trip. It's going to be Eric approved. I cannot guarantee the medals. That's where I draw the line. Prices are still the same, but we do need to book by June 7th. So if anyone is thinking about coming, has signed up and pre-registered, you need to book this week. And if you're listening this week, you have to put your money where your mouth is on this one because we cannot guarantee the prices after this weekend. Erlingus, if you're listening, fuck off. Don't change anything, but that is what we are doing. So the link to everything is in the bio. You'll be brought straight to the WeTransfer. If you're traveling with a supporter, if you're traveling on your own and willing to share, or if you just want your own room, we have every option available and it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Like Eric said, the link to that is in our Instagram bio at any given Runday podcast. With that said, it's this week's episode of the Any Given Runday podcast. Let's go. Easy E, how are we? Sean E, what's the story? And if people listening are like, that was a very quick response from Eric. I think this is the very first time we've, not the very first time, it was the first time we've done this podcast in the same room right beside each other instead of over Zoom in a long, long time. But you invited me to your humble abode for football night and before we're getting this podcast in. How are yeah, we? it's really weird. Even though you're talking to me, I'm still staring at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> He's a face for podcasting. <laughs> How is the body? I see you're up to a half marathon this morning in Phoenix Park. And I did. I've been busy. Well, I wasn't really busy until about Wednesday of this week. And then I realised like four and a half weeks, right? You really need to start training. Um, so... I've been doing little bits and I picked up the weight training program uh, so Wednesday kind of cracked into it I think I did a 5k on Wednesday kind of varied pace uh, just to kind of give myself a bit of blow Thursday I went for a, I think it was a 10k yeah 10k right. Thursday um, Friday I did a hill session um, on the treadmill because I'm on the treadmill now one thing I have to say Right. People think I ran a 3.30 fucking 7k. I saw that in Strava. I'm like, oh, Eric Lawless is back. And then someone doing a 3.30 no, 7k. So no, is Eric, that the watch calibrated yeah, wrong? Or what so story? when you finish on a treadmill, you have the option on the Garmin to calibrate and save. Right. So on the Garmin, it is correct pace, distance, time. Okay. But the... Uh, mm, when it sinks to Strava? Yeah, it's the... Call it... Well, I don't know. Tiff is in my head. It's not a Tiff file. It's kind of like a... Training file that it sends to Strava is right. the raw data. It doesn't have the edited data. It has all the other points. So gotcha. basically the watch just makes up how <laughs> far you ran. And uh, it had me running at 3.30s. But once it sets its rhythm, it's like, well, that's what he's doing. Yeah. And I was like, on a 4.50 going, I know I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. So anyway, um, if you want the real... So I've started to... Some people took serious offence to me running that distance to that quick. So... I uh, I now write on the top exactly what speed and time I was doing just so no one gets a fry because I can't change it. Yeah, I can't edit the activity anymore. That's the only time I edit Strava is when I'm looking at it going, okay, if I'm doing intervals or something, that's like, that looks like a faster pace than normal ones. Like, well, by the way, I didn't do that. Yeah. Whereas like, it's mad we've talked for like, in 2020 you know, people are doing their 5Ks and stop every time going, oh, my 5K PB time is actually 13 minutes to go away out of that. 
and well, you can't well, I'm, I'm the opposite way on I'm like I have to put it like if if I do like for example the Demar on the weekend that stays morning run don't care but if it's the opposite way it's like hang on that looks too good to be true I'm like yeah. no this is what really happened don't come at me I'm, I'm, there's a being perfectly honest with you guys but you're now doing treadmill runs and you're doing gym training so before we get into the intro of the podcast are you how are you doing your weights and then running or are you coming in two separate times or is it just because you're so busy now you have to mow in at once um for me i try to run at lunch but i can't i can't i was guaranteed like even i think on friday the weather on friday mm. no one was going running at that now in fairness come three o'clock the weather was beautiful on yeah. friday but nobody was going running at lunchtime and that weather and winds it's just stupid so for me it was a case of do the weight training so friday was leg day <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what better way to finish leg day with hill runs because the Dublin Marathon is fine if you train for 16 weeks yep. if you've got four weeks the one thing that's going to bring me down is the hill the hill from the river all the way up to Knock Maroon Hill Castle Knock and back down again to the far side is a long climb yeah then after that you've Chapel Lizard climb which is a steeper climb not as long and then as you make your way out towards UCD you have a couple of climbs out that way yeah so the way I've worked it is I need my legs tired, hence leg day. Yeah. And then I need to run uphill for a long time. So I did 30 minutes at a nine kilometers an hour pace. So nice. next week it'll be 45 minutes at a 10 kilometer. And then the week after we're going for the full hour of an uphill run. Because at the minute that's what's killing me is the hills. And the weight. And yeah. the weight. But you're, you're gradually building up. But I saw before we hit the record button, you're straving up to, I think it's 55 kilometers you did in this week. Which is a huge yeah. jump to what you've done the last couple of weeks. Like you're... Yeah. you're but you're getting that up, you're getting the training in, and I was just trying to look after the body, I suppose, while challenging a little bit more, and each week and just kind of incremental to, to, to Dublin. Yeah, well, it's there's a lot of things that need to happen. So one thing I realised today in the Phoenix Park is the route I take, yes, it has a nice downhill, but there's a lot of climbing on the other side. Mm. It's kind of, I'm trying to get myself ready for what we're actually going to do. Um, I'm very heavy. So the heart rate is 149 on the flat. For right. the first 10K, it's, it's actually the brain that's like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is 10K. Do you want to go home? Uh, and then I look at the heart rate with the heart rate monitor. So hopefully a little bit more accurate. And it's saying 149. And I'm like, oh, you've no excuse. So it's actually really good for me to see it. But then as soon as I climb the hill, 174. Oh, And it's like, okay. oh, now it's I, mental. Are you feeling that? Or are you looking yeah, at what you're saying? You know yeah. you're, you're, you're high up. And to be fair, I get to a point where I'm like, oh I'm working hard and then I look down and it says 174 so um, and that's trying to keep the same pace and stuff so today I actually made a friend as well in Phoenix Park Chi uh, from China um, he, he I got through about 11k and I was like look I'll stop I was just feeling it in around the knees and stuff I was like nothing to gain we've done a lot of running just stop for the quick 30 seconds and we'll have a stretch and I just passed him and then he ran past me. He's like, keep it going. And I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> so I ended up running another full lap with him. And uh, he was out for his 28K long run. Um, and I was like, eh, am I? Um, but yeah. then as I got to the roundabout, as you know, coming up by the back of the Auras up to the roundabout again, I got there and I was thinking, well, I've run to the top of the hill. I might as well run to the bottom. But then I checked my watch. 174 I checked the time I was already there probably longer than I wanted to be and I was like gee it's been lovely I'll see you when Toner's out for the time <laughs> but he was real lonely then he was loving it we yeah. just, and even with a stranger like we had good chat very minimal where you from all that and then 
And then after that, it was just, we ran in silence and happy suffering together. And so it was actually really, really good. Were you getting the, the, the little nods off people? Everyone there? Yeah, everyone was, out, out everyone was out for their last big long run before the taper, whereas I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, you've been there before. But quick, actually, one last thing before the intro. Because um, we've talked to this before in the Phoenix Park, doing the hills. And um, the slow, talk about that, that slow, steady pace. Like you see somebody come up the hills and like, I got to keep the same pace and stuff. I got to drive up and the legs come out in front and they're just wrecking their quads and I wonder where I'm tired at the end. Whereas me and you have talked before, it's like, you know, getting the ribs down, uh, slow, steady state up that hill. Yeah, it's it made a difference. And you know what was actually a godsend? I was holding the 540s just for the suffering's sake. I was yeah. like, if I want to try to hold this for an hour, I have to at least hold it. Hills or no hills for a half. Um, but then when I met she, he was aiming for a six minute pace. That extra, tw- that extra 20 <laughs> seconds, I have to say, it gave me a new lease of life for another 10k. So it makes a difference, especially when I picked him up. We were on the downhill and then that pace up and down the hills. It, it got me through to 21.1 uh, for want of a better word. But yeah, it was good. But a few things, I weighed in at 94 kilo this morning. So... Throw us back to 2019, your last double marathon. 83 kilos. So you're 11 kilo heavier than when you got your 3, 34, 335? Yeah, so I think anything under four and a half is good. 415 is a target and everything everything else is a bonus. Uh, But uh, not to... You You shed weight fast though. Like people I'll be jealous in. of how, how quickly you can shed weight and, and get into shape. People are jealous with how quickly I shed weight, but people aren't willing to close the hurt locker door the same way I do. Yeah, when that's I, fair when you don't I, look you don't look big, big. No, no, right now, like you, you're carrying, carrying yeah, you're carrying, carrying it very well at the moment. Um, but r- yeah, look, I just noticed it. So this morning was ninety four, and after the food I've just prepared, I will still <laughs> still be ninety four half marathon and not come tomorrow morning, but. Uh, on marathon day, I will be 87 kilos. 87 kilos, okay. So I have 28 days, it's four weeks. Um, And just a tip on that, like it's something I can do, but it's not drastic. I will actually be eating more food than I normally eat. It'll be just more, um, not calorie dense, but nutrition dense. It'll right. be regular intervals. So I'll never be hungry. It'll be whole grain. It'll be whole wheat. Uh, stuff that keeps me fuller longer. So I'm not craving a snack. Or I'm not going for the packet of sweets or the other little comforts that I've been chowing down on and enjoying myself. Yeah, so you're, you're, you feel like you're eating more food, but the calories in the food is less. Yeah. So you're still in that calorie deficit yeah. and you're, you're, you're training yeah. more. So you're, you're definitely... So the right. calories, I'll still be eating 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day. The difference being the training is up. There'll yeah. be two a days, there'll be three a days. Mm. Um so Monday, tomorrow is my rest day, and I'm gonna cycle for an hour and a half. My rest, Some rest day. <laughs> my rest is not running. Um, right. so the heart rate should be maintained within the 120, 130. But I'm still working towards movement. keeping that that movement. There will also be push-ups and sit-ups every day. Strengthening the core, I think, is gonna really benefit me on this one. As we have seen in the past, lesson learned, when I get tired, the hips go everywhere, the core yeah. goes the core goes bad. Then the injuries come. So every day, core, push-ups, sit-ups, everything is going to be worked. One, lean muscle. It'll help me shed weight. Believe it or not, people are afraid to put on muscle. Uh, everyone says, muscle's heavier than fat. Yes. But if I do little body weight things here and there, I will develop muscle. That muscle will then eat the fat when I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the, the muscle is is smaller though. If you look at a five kilo of muscle, you look at five kilo of fat. The five kilo of fat mass wise is oh, taking huge. up a lot more. Huge. It's like that stupid meme where they have like uh, there's more protein in broccoli than there is in a steak. 
but like the small little steak and you'd have to have like three two three, three plates of property, property the same as yeah. the steak like so it's it, you yeah. know it's it's twisting words and stuff like that but um you talked about not going for a, a run on friday because of the weather and only an idiot would go out there well, Mother Nature made me look like an idiot on Saturday morning <laughs> doing the Galway Bay, so we'll get straight just, to that. Oh, Just before you hit the intro, um, for people who are in a hurry to lose weight, don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is, it is, and it's something that really triggered me when we went to David Goggins last week is, and I've talked to a few people, I have a, I have a horrible habit of closing the hurt locker. Like, I get into the, the hurt locker, <laughs> I close the door, and I'll come out in 28 days' time, and see where we are but I will post what I'm doing every day you can verify the weight and how little I have done okay I've done the cycle yeah. I've done it but running wise my first training session was the dingle half so and it's just one of those things like most people and rightly so would probably go I'll I'll do a half marathon like that. this is too much I haven't trained yeah. just four weeks ago and they're probably right Um, but in my want to just show up I've done a half marathon today yeah. So it's what happens on the day, the finish line will be crossed. Time is just the yeah, ego yeah. factor. Yeah. Um so and and trying to get through it as, as injury free as possible, which can be done. But when I shed that weight it'll make a big difference. But I will post what I'm eating, I'll post when I'm training, um, and everyone can see that I I, I have a job. I will <laughs> post when I'm in work and I'll I'll do a little bit. So for the next twenty eight days, anyway, from tomorrow, people will be able to see what happens in the pain train. Um, I love but, that hot uh, locker phrase. It is a hot locker. No, <laughs> I love it, that phrase. It's one of those get in the locker and it's like okay, and yeah. then I just close the door and they and then they ask me when I want to come out, but I won't be coming out till I'm sitting in toners in twenty eight days Brilliant. time. So um. so yeah, do do keep an eye on the posts. Um, I'll try. I'm terrible with Instagram, but <laughs> I will put up the pictures of the food I'm eating when I'm eating as best I can without interfering with normal life and everything else. But um, and and watch watch this space for how to taper to a marathon. <laughs> unreal, unreal. That note, intro music to any given Monday podcast. Let's go. So my first traveling marathon, I suppose. Your first, first traveling, traveling marathon, where I had to get everything in order, and of course I brought the better half down with me, and she's like, "Well, where are we going?" I'm like, "That's in this place hotel." I was like, "That's miles and miles out," and then it only be fifteen minutes in Clare Galway, the hotel there, beautiful. But we got there, and I didn't know. Like I booked this a while back, so I was like booking bread and bed and breakfast. I got the reception, and uh, breakfast starts at half seven. <laughs> breakfast- no! That's what happened. Breakfast starts eight o'clock. I gave her a look. I was like, "What's up?" I was like, "I'm supposed to be running a half eight in in Galway, which is like twenty minutes away." It's like I'm not having breakfast, and they were like, "Well, like, we could have a continental breakfast for you at seven o'clock." And I'm like, "Ooh, Ooh very I, I fancy." Was, I was so shocked. Like, what do you want? I'm like, "Far oh. from the continent, you." I know, right? right? <laughs> it's like so much for a Weetabix is all I get. But I was like, "Well, we'll see what happens." And so we had our food that night. And long story short, the next morning. 7 o'clock I'm in the shower and the, the door knocks and I, I come back out not in the shower you yeah. ask the door and uh, different there shower, was different movie, movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, ham and cheese sandwiches plato chocolates me coffees oh. fruit um, there was yogurts and all there I'm like oh my god this is brilliant so the only problem was I hadn't got my number I left the number back a minute and uh, the, the farm I was like oh, oh. <laughs> so no. I was stressed and getting in but long they, they sorted me out with a number and um, got down the Galway. So Galway, if you haven't heard about the Galway Martin, what way it is, it's two small loops and then four big loops. 
So I had no idea if that was going to mess in my head or not. So I'm walking down towards the start line. I'm like, right. I, one of my favorite parts of the race is that start line where you've got a good minute, two minute, you're in your own head. And they do the big countdown and stuff. And the music starts to build yeah. and build towards a big crescendo. You're sweating before you even start. Sweating before you start. <laughs> but you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have me gels here. You're just going through the plan one more time. I was like, right. I had my Lucas A bottle up with me because they only had water stations. So yeah. it's part of your do. outfit now. It, it is. <laughs> so I was watching the video you were running out. It was just this gobshite in a red Jordan t shirt and a bottle of Lucas A. Lucas A sponsored me. I'm just here for a run, lad. <laughs> it's worse than Sawdogs' t shirt. Martin or 10K. I don't know. I'll do it all. <laughs> so I was like, right, in my head, I had Lucas A bottle, like three Connecticut gels because I couldn't get the high five gels in time. I just, that's the only thing I saw. In <laughs> Soup five. So I was trying these for the first time. I was like, oh, well, I have They're actually all right. Ones. They're grand. Yeah, they nice berry flavor one here. They're yeah, lovely. they're nicer than the, I uh, think the SIS ones. They're yeah, very goopy or stuff. Glue, yeah. Whereas when I opened, during the thing, when I opened the thing, I was like, ooh, this is like just liquid. Yeah, Bang, right. gone. Beautiful. So I probably will have them in Dublin Martin. I might try the high fives first, just because people always recommend them. But if I had to have Connecticut, I'd be very happy. But I was in my own mindset. And I just, so you have to walk down to the start line and come back on yourself for the start. So I'm walking down, talking to one of the lads. Best of luck. I turn around and I was like, right. The plan for this, I have my Lucas A gels and beep! What in the daffy duck is that? <laughs> We're gone! No bill of loading, no messing, no nothing, half a buzzer gone, you're gone. Like, ah, oh, that's brilliant. People though. were coming down five minutes later, I heard, and they were like, here, race has started, get that start point, pass the pad, the pad the for the timing chip, chip. Yeah. and away you go. No messing, just beep, where we went. So, okay, here we go. So it's a good mile down for the short loop to start, uh, to come back on yourself, and it's marked very well, but. The wind coming at you oh. the Galway Bay was I was like, oh my god, this is this this is gonna be rough. Wasn't too bad to start because you're all bunched in. Got the first loop in. As I come back to the second loop, I'm like, right, four big laps. You've done your two warm laps. I was like mentally trying to get myself sights like two warm laps. And now the race big, starts. Now the race starts. Yeah. And of course, as I said that, the heavens open. So <laughs> the story on Instagram, it's actually the finish of pick where you see the rain coming down, there's the arms out going. Now we suffer because in those moments you just have to laugh and go, yeah. okay, this is what it is. But so because the four big laps, because the wind was hitting you one way, not so much in the way back helping you out for some reason. Cheers, Mother Nature, for that. But the wind was hitting you so hard, I said, we'll go for as, as close as I can to a 330, which is Dublin. I said, keep that pace for as long as I can. Once it drops, see, see where we go. Yeah, so the legs yeah. could be a bit from the week before. Halfway through, I could have to drop out or I'd have to slow it right down just to finish. I said, we'll see where I am. Even if I get somewhat close to it, it'll give me confidence for Dublin. So I knew I had to do a 510 or something the way down. I pushed too hard in that wind. I was going to drain me on the way back. So I was getting 510 on the way down, 440, 450 or so on the way back. And you can see in the Strava is the up and down, up and down. Sidebar in this one. I do, we do the two loops. So I do the big loop uh, down by the caravan side, coming back up. And this lad in front's got the headphones. He takes the headphones out and he looks at me and goes, um, is this the Martin route? And I'm like, I'm staring at him and I'm trying to be polite and I'm staring at like the 20, 30 people behind me and the 20, 30 people in front of us. I'm like, we're the only ones running out here. So if you're wrong and I'm wrong and all these people are wrong, the whole race is fucked. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I was like, are you sure we're definitely the marathon? I'm like, 100%. The 10Ks don't start for another two hours. The, four, the half marathon don't start for another four hours. Which brings me to my point. I hate, I, I'm going to, as far as say hate, the idea of using headphones in a marathon because they're so switched off it is an av- I, I'm convinced it's an advantage for a long run yeah. but now when I heard him saying that I'm like he doesn't even know what's going on no. in the race bah. so yeah I mean, 
a bus to come and take out 50 people behind him. Is this and still the Martin route? Is this still the Martin route? We still going? What's going on here? I'm like, I, I, I'm out in the headphones. A lot of people have asked me lately, why don't you use headphones while doing Martin races? I'm like, that is now a new reason on top yeah. of the reason I think it's cheating and everything else. So I was just like, no. I do, do I think it is cheating? Now, some people do what you have to do. But it wouldn't be for me. Especially Dublin. Take like, it even in, today, man. Even today, when I was just on my own, yeah. suffering, music, music, music. When I, I met, when I met Chi, what's okay with my headphones? Yeah. And I, saw, I just went into the silence with him. There's just peace in the silence. There's there's something to it, even having someone beside you that, that, that's sharing the suffering, the suffering yeah. half. Even with running, and you're like, that can't make sense because you're doing the exact same thing whether someone's beside you or not. But no, it's, it, it is sharing and that. The old joke or the odd, did you see that? Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, like it's then 3k passes by you don't even notice yeah. you know like it's and uh, you're like you're, you don't absorb anything mm. when you've got the headphones on you like, don't like even what do you remember like I always remember things like and it was a good tip someone gave to me because I have terrible memory for like people be like I'll remember what someone did to me yeah. <laughs> I won't remember the name I'll probably remember what they were wearing but I can't remember like the details but someone was like what do you see what do you smell what do you hear yeah if all you're hearing is Jay-Z for 42 kilometres, you could be anywhere. Yeah. You so don't like, take you, it in. You don't take it in. You can't hear the wind, like, lashing yeah. out. You can't hear the rain. Like, it all adds to it, like. You need to absorb... I, I, I really do think you need to absorb it, but um, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but I'll get back to it. Um, I did see on my last lap, and it was a bit of a struggle, uh, which I'll get to in a minute, why it was such a struggle. But coming back up on Salt Hill, the pier, I saw this kid uh, at the top of it, and he was just... Braced himself and then all of a sudden he just jumped off the thing towards the ground and towards the, not the ground towards the sea and I was like you know what I, I'd rather be suffering out doing a marathon doing that jump and it took my mind off for a good 2-3 minutes yeah. just thinking about that and jumping off that and just little things like that would just take you off and, and the the route is beautiful uh, even though it is I have new. to say looks flat as in looks oh, like yeah. flat oh yeah it's flat brilliant it, uh, 40 metres of elevation Oh, and, and and the hill comes into the four loops, and that's that's total. It was the forty yeah. minutes. Like the lads were talking about hills, and like that wasn't a hill. That was a, a like a very steady that incline. It was. It was a flat. It was <laughs> yeah. It was all like it was. I have done five k's this. I've genuinely done five k's this year. They told me fast and flat, and come up to bigger hills than what I came up to in Galway. Right. Like, it's it's a nice one for a PB. If the weather holds up. <laughs> Ilya Kachoge is not getting two two hours, one minute in this wind and rain. Not a hope. So we got the three laps in. Well, he would have been finished two hours ahead of this wind. Oh, he would have missed it, actually. Yeah, he would have. He would have done it. <laughs> Going into that last lap, I did hear it. That was the one thing. I was like, right, coming to the last lap. You know, try and get my head right. There is what no wall. What was lap then? Um, to... I think it was around 9k or so 8 to 9k okay. um, somewhere around there so with 9.4 is 36 and then smaller ones yeah around that I'd say yeah. 3k or so for the loop um, I could, maybe it was a little bit less than 9k but coming to the last one I heard the three winners being announced and it was around the 240 mark I was like yeah bastards <laughs> um, I was like right the weather was good at times I excited myself up it's like the legs are not getting sore I feel getting tired no you've done this before you've ran on tired legs you did last week you did an 80k and you're running for another you know 7-8 hours on these tired legs you've got this keep the pace you're not going to hit 330 because I was around 331 332 this time it's like probably too much to keep pushing but that's alright just save yourself a Dublin let's try and get on the 335 and I got to the starting line again to go again and then all of a sudden the wind came out and it was something <laughs> shocking like on Strava it has 34-35 kilometres or something like that I'm like this at this stage felt a lot worse it was just straight at me 
right so down open. that mile. And the worst, so open, so the open because the last lap they had the 10k people run. So it was actually hiding into the 10k and running around the 10k people and trying to get avoid. them to break the wind. Yeah, yeah, get them break the wind, like jumping in and out through them and stuff like that. And I, I heard some people be like, oh, marathons, marathon runners on your left, as if to say, then back out the marathon runners that run ahead to them. But like, everyone's doing their same race. Like, yeah. My, my marathon run, just because I'm running a longer distance, is not more important than a 10k. Yeah. I will say, however, though, I was, they, they were three, 4k into the race. And a guy was handing out water bottles and I was desperate for water at that stage. So I was in my third lap. And so probably at 20 odd K in, I'd already had a gel and stuff. And it's like, I, I need to go bit of water. And the big bottle came out. And I know for a fact, this person in front was only 3K in and grabbed the last big bottle of water. And I had no water past the station. I'm like, an ankle you didn't tap need that. happened there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, been- their race would have ended there and then. I was like, you did not need that water, pal. Oh, I would have upended them. Oh, I was disgusted by it. Eventually, on the way back, got me water. I had my last gel. Uh, the wind had hit, and I just passed that mile marker where you kind of go back in the flat down towards it, and it, the wind's not as bad. And stupidly, I was like, Mother Nature, is that all you got? Smiling, laughing. And then the heavens opened, the wind had gone the worst. <laughs> it felt like the rain was at a 90 degree angle hit me face. And you can see it on my stats in Strava. Like, cause you rang me afterwards, goes, what happened at 35k? I'm like, mother nature happened at 35k. <laughs> it just opened. I went down to a six minute kilometer pace and I literally just had to laugh and giggle yeah. to myself. People must have thought I was nuts. There's nothing was, you can do. Nothing you can do. If you start giving out about it, be like, oh, it was this, I could have got this time. Now, I wasn't getting 330. Um, I probably would have took a minute or two max off a time but look you're out there you're doing a marathon just enjoy it take well, it not- in this, yeah, these are the elements you just got to deal with it as I commented not a bad recovery run like <laughs> seven days earlier you couldn't walk I don't know what happened in seven days like I did a six seven K run on a Thursday I couldn't do much till then and then I literally got to the starting line I was like just hold a, a, a five minute pace as much as you can for as long as you can and see what so I, I didn't even bring my um, my Hulk of Carbons the Hulk yeah. next dudes because I was like I'm treating it as a training run so even not bringing them bringing the regular runners I'm like if I could do like a 3.45 SA well there's two three minutes knocked off the time if I if I yeah, had yeah. the runners and you know maybe if the wind's really bad there's another two three minutes so I finished around 3.36 so actually very first race I've ever finished where I got to the finish line and I needed more to do. So when oh. I passed the finish line, I was like 42.1. So I had to run to the end of the barrier. I had to run past people who just finished and jump up over puddles so the thing hit 42.2. And then I was like 42.21. The thing lit up fastest margin. I'm like, now I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you need that though. So neither, neither recorded me finish. It's like, why is he still running? <laughs> Did he forget to turn off for another lap? Like, what's he still doing out there? Yeah. But um, I would totally recommend Galway. The more I think about it, it was... Now, the 80K last week has an effect because I was out there for 11, over nearly 11 and a half hours. That running for a little over three and a half hours felt a lot shorter, shorter obviously. Yeah. But the laps, which I thought would be like, oh my God, do another lap, another lap. You know what's coming. Yeah. You know what it is. You, you, you just... you get, I, I knew when to take a gel because of it. Okay, the gel's here, the bin's here, yeah. that kind of thing. You knew exactly where the water station was, how long you were to that. You could, you could just, you as could you, you, you could plan. You, plan. you yeah. knew, like, because I knew after first lap, it was like, okay, I'm doing a 5.10 on the way down, I'm doing a 4.40, 4.50 on the way back. I could, 
I could positively like just map out exactly what it I was keeps doing. Keeps the brain ticking over oh, as well. Completely. When you turn that corner, you're like, right, next phase. Yeah, four fifty. Let's go. There's five k in and done. Like in Dublin, there. Like if you know the route well enough, you could do that to the extent. You like, we get to Chapel Lizard with the hills. You're saying, okay, I'm not gonna hit my time target for this kilometer here. It's gonna be a couple of seconds slower. But yeah. on the next one, when it's downhill, I'm gonna be a couple of seconds faster and balance, balance it out. Yeah. Like if you're going for a five minute kilometer pace, you're not getting exactly five minutes on each and every kilometre you're getting a good 10 seconds o- over or under yeah. depending on like as you on come down elements. that downhill through the furry land in Phoenix Park once you come to the top of the hill like four thirties come out there yeah all you do is lend and destroy it and you make back the 30 seconds you took coming up the hill you know, exactly like it's, it is yeah no it's good I, yeah I don't think I could have done Galway <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see I'm going to see how the body is I, I actually I'm unsure now what to do because I, I still feel like I'm six minutes off the sub 3.30 for Dublin. So I feel like I w- at 34k legs were getting tired. I feel like even if the weather wasn't there, I would have dropped to a 5.20 pace. Because I had to prove myself that I had more in me. So when I came to loop back, I went from a six minute pace. I did come back down to a 5.15, 5.20. But that's still not five minutes that I would have needed for a 3.30. Needed, yeah. So... And the legs were, were were tired enough then. When I was finished, I was done. I wouldn't have done another, like, if I had to have done another lap, I would have done it at a six minute, 30 pace or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the race is the race. You you, you know you're, 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 when you're, you're finished. Done. It's you're hard done. to tell the body to keep going. Exactly. You know? Even kind, of like, kind of like me and she today, I was like, in my head, I was like, well, I do 16 or 21.1, then I laughed. I was like, mm, yeah, you know what you're going to do. And then I was debating doing 25. But as I seen, 19k as I got to the round, I was like, oh, I'll finish if I turn left now. Gee, listen. Oh, God. That, that's the body. That's what it's like. If you do a 5k, at the end of a 5k, I'm done. I'm not doing yeah. anymore. Same with 10k, half marathon. You, your body, your mind's built towards that distance. No matter what that distance is, it's like you, you make your deal. That, you, you make, make your, your deal. deal with the body, and the body does what it does. Exactly. No matter what that distance, the body does what it does, and it's very hard. Like we think we said last week in the podcast, um, when like you see like those hell weeks and stuff, where they go up over the hill, the mountains and stuff, and they get down, they're done, and it's like they think they're finished. Like okay, now do it again, and it breaks people. So yeah. it's the same with a race and stuff. But the best, uh, the best part is that I got into my head today was as you run I obviously we'll, we're talking about the Phoenix Park so some yeah. might be excluded but I always come left out of the Pope's Cross okay run towards Miggledy take a left head to the top and then keep going in a left loop so it's a, an anti-clockwise loop of the Phoenix Park always to the left yeah so um, when I run from pretty much uh, the Chapel Lizard Road come over those hills up by the zoo round the back by Garda H quarters yeah HQ once you that's a hill all the way until you get to the roundabout again it's very slight but to get there but I got this mentality of well sure you ran up the fucking hill you've at least earned to run down the fucking hill so and <laughs> Enjoy then, it. that's another 4k yeah. <laughs> but it's down the hill you've earned it so it's little things little things that you just have to tell the brain like if you make it up the hill, even if you walk up the hill, you've earned the right to run down the other side. Yeah. And okay, yeah, you might walk at a ten minute kilometer. Once you run down the other side, that average is an eight kilometer, and you know you'll get there. We've you s- will get there. We've said this many times in the podcast, and we didn't intend on doing this, but you talk with the hills there, me talk with the laps, talk with the music and everything else. It just goes to show how mental the marathon is, how yeah. mental the battles are. If you're not switched on mentally before that 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 thing starts. Uh, you're, you're dead in the water no matter how much your fitness and stuff's there yeah. if you don't believe in yourself and you get that starting line and have that that strategy of what you're going to do and, and have that 
I would almost say visualization of how you're gonna feel at certain points and how yeah. you're gonna overcome that and how you're gonna come over, how you're gonna feel coming up over there, those chapters of hills and you're slow now, you're slow steady space and just okay, building yourself back yeah. up again and then going down, getting yourself your reward for going down the hill, whatever it comes later. If you're not mentally there for it, like it, it could, I genuinely believe, it could be the difference between finishing and not finishing yeah. this. Like the first fifteen k are gonna happen whether you like it or not. Yes. After that, climb into your own little hurt locker. Yeah. Into the pain cage and just don't let yourself out till 42.2. That's yeah. that is the only way. And it's, it might sound bizarre. It's not actual pain. It is a painful fight with you and your brain. I'd say you probably have four fights every three seconds. Yeah. Every it's, time you turn a corner, it's like, ah, oh, fucking just stop. It's, it's, I've heard people before mention it's, it's, it's that dark place you get that some stage. Around yeah. You. Everyone gets that dark place and, and even I stop smiling and I'm like, right, just got to keep now. going where yeah. we're in. You just gotta the jokes going. stop. Yeah. And then the crowds take over. You just thank everyone for giving you a jelly and, and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, it's good. But well done. Cheers, big man. You've done more running in the last seven days than I've done in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, the next three weeks of the podcast before Dublin should be very interesting to see how we get on. Uh, best luck with your, your your challenge. It sounds insane. And once again, we don't recommend anyone doing what no, you're about to do in do terms it. of the, the, the weight loss. It's stupid. You've done it, it. Yes. But I can't argue with you because I've been there. My, my 2019 one was a six-week kind of yeah. trying to get under four and just do what, what you have to do and sometimes I wouldn't recommend it for your first even though we fucked up our first um, <laughs> but it's just something that you know Dublin is Dublin and it's any way you get that starting line and, and enjoy it and enjoy the pints and toners afterwards so much more with that medal around your neck that is it and if it takes me six hours I'll still drink pints <laughs> as if it was three and a half I don't care well you'll, you'll catch up with me and drink the pints anyway even if you've got another two three hours on you and on that note guys thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Any Good Monday podcast that's it from myself and Eric take care bye